Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> I started doing, like, a Hannah Montana, like, transition <laughs> sound. Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that every time I was going to say, we should do that every episode after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we're recording, finally, after a week-long heat wave that has ended where I live, but not where Cam lives. <laughs> Yeah, so if I seem more irritable in this episode, or if it's shorter, it's because I'm dying, Squirtle. Wow, this is hilarious. I was just looking for Fergus before we started recording, and now that I've closed my door, I've discovered that he's in the room with me. He just appeared <laughs> out of nowhere. Is the Fergus in the room with you right now? Uh, yes, apparently he is. Um, sorry, Fergus, you live here now. Sorry, Bestie, you're stuck. Um, but yeah, we were suffering um, in 34 slash... I don't know, 95 degree weather. Yeah, um, mine was, uh, I got over 100 here. Ugh. I'm Ugh. sure it's been bad for some of our listeners, so yeah. I hope you guys are staying hydrated. as cool as you can and hydrated and taking cold little showers Yeah, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so we didn't record um, at our usual time. We're not going to be late, though. We're so good at this. But I know, this never happens. This this never the- happens. The but, feminine urge to cancel today, even though we literally can't. Yeah, I know. I was just like, ugh, I just don't want to do it. Same. <laughs> I was like, ugh, I had such a busy day already. <laughs> right, and I'm it. like, I'm just going to keep having a busy day. Like, damn. Ugh. But, but anyway, yeah. we're here for you we're guys. We're here. Yeah, because, like, and we have to turn off, like, fans and AC and everything in order to not have background noise and stuff. So right. what we're going to do, just perish on air? Who's going to upload the yep. podcast? <laughs> Mm, not me. Uh, writing into my will that if we perish while recording, that Liv has to upload the audio to <laughs> Google right, Drive. Right, right, right. And then message yeah. our editor. Right. We The episode still needs to go up, even if we're dead. Even if we're dead, you and won't it's still know gonna it be until the it's normal. Up. Yeah, it's still going to be the normal length of, like, the episode. Just, yeah. like, there will be, like, some loud thuds and then silence. <laughs> until eventually you get, like, a pre-generated outro. Yeah. <laughs> we have recordings of like the final outro just yeah. slapped on the end. Yeah, it's like it's fine. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. You subscribe won't. to our Patreons. Smile. Do it. You won't. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't even get annoyed about it because we won't ever. Be Nothing will happen again. again. Yeah. Special episode. Hmm. <laughs> so my concept of a cat is behind me right now why is she just a concept is she an orb oh my some of my friends have started calling her concept of a cat because i'll be like on video call with people and it'll be like kind of dark in the background and you won't really see her because she's a black cat you won't really see her right (laughs) right and then she'll like i'll like call her and she'll turn her head and you'll just see the glowing (laughs) eyes it's terrifying so um concept of we started yeah so that's like her new nickname is concept of a oh, cat i love it i love that yeah she's baby yeah so whenever whenever my 
friends see her, they're like, oh, it's concept of a cat. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it is. So cute. Yeah. Anyway, we're coming to you f- for a very special broadcast where I just bought my literal wedding dress this morning. Eee! It was so very fun and so very easy. I Here's the thing. <laughs> I like to get anxious over things that don't need to be, like, mm-hmm. anything. I woke up at 6.45 this morning just, like, rotating oh thoughts goodness, in my Emily. head. Not on purpose. <laughs> I just woke up, you know. Yeah, no, I know. As one does. <laughs> that's No, that's extremely real. That's happened to me many times. And all I could think was, like, oh, my God, they're not going to have anything I like. I'm going to be too picky, and I'm going to go to, like, seven stores, and I'm still not going to find anything. This is going to take forever. Like, what if the idea I have in my head of, like, what I would like is just not out there and I've created an impossible standard of, like, what I want. And then I was like, and what if no one comes to my wedding? Like, I've already booked it. And, like, what if, like, 20 <laughs> people come? Like, I've just wasted a whole Yeah, I'm actually money. not What's going. I told you I'm showering. Oh, yeah. I'm showering during your wedding, so I can't Yeah, yeah. That. It's a long, long process. Um, yeah. I'm yeah, doing, like, a like a five-step process in there. I'm doing a hair mask. It's really too bad. But yeah. anyway, I tried oh, well. on four dresses, one of which was just to be like a, let's try on something completely opposite to your vision to like, you know, really secure in that that's what you want. And I tried on, tried it on. It was like sort of a classically plain white one. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was like, nope, not my vibe. I'm out of here. And I tried another one that Liv and my mom and my sister basically just like saw on the rack and they're like, she has to try this. It's so great. It has everything. And then the um, owner of the little boutique, she's like, that one's discontinued. That's why it's like on the rack at that side. They don't make it anymore. And then I put it on anyway, because I'm like, oh, I don't know. It could be fun. So heavy, like big ball gown. Like I was like, I can't move in this giant thing. (laughs) And I was like, well, that was fun at least. And it did have some like details I liked. And then, yeah, fourth one, I was just like, yep. mm -hmm." Just started smiling. I was like, yep, that's it. We're done. Took under an hour. That's so awesome. Yeah. Are I wish making... all clothes trying experiences were like that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Are you trying, um, are you doing any, like, altercations to it in terms of, like, style? Or are you just, like, tailoring it to your um, body and then whatever? I don't think uh, I'll need to. Like, I pretty much just liked exactly as it was. Um, it's really cute. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So, uh, we I put the order in, paid the, like, half payment up front. And in four to five months, I'll be able to come in again for, like, any, like, alteration stuff. Right. And try it on for real. I really said altercations. Yeah, you did. I was going to let it pass. (laughs) No, you shouldn't have. Did you get into any fights in the store? Yeah, I fucking fist fighted (laughs) with my sister, actually. Fist fighted? Love that for you. (laughs) No, I said fist fighted. I know. So we both made errors now, so I feel a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, jeez, uh, we're functional. Also, today. speaking of weddings, Liv and I watched a movie, and there was like a karaoke thing happening at it, and someone happened, and then someone like went up and sang opera, and I was like, "Please, like, who just happens to have an opera singer at their wedding?" And then I immediately was like, "Wait a minute," <laughs> <laughs> and you will have. Oh one. wait, I know one personally, and she will be at my wedding and sing. Okay. <laughs> Yep. I just, like, heard it out loud, and I was like, no, it's more likely than you think. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I have ideas about <gasps> music, by the way. Oh, I'll talk. I'll tell you about it later. I'll yeah, tell you after recording. This, yeah. Is, this is not to be on recording. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. That's great. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, okay. So we read two chapters again today. Yes. 
Chapters 12 and 13. Yes. Imagine I was like, uh, no. <laughs> That's not what we yeah. read today. <laughs> You're like, fuck. It, we, we read, a, like, I was like, we read 10 and 11. How did you skip two <laughs> chapters? How would you still know what's going on? Yeah, how, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? No, we, I'm pretty sure we read those. Yeah. I think I read them. We both did. Yeah, I would say so. And The first uh, chapter is called, uh, Some People Just Don't Grasp the Concept of Unwelcome. Me coded. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is you coded saying that and not grasping the concept of being unwelcome is me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, hi guys, hi. (laughs) And you're like, like, God, I wish this bitch would go away. Leave. But it's never about each other. No. But it's, it's The energy is there. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So accurate. It's both happening in the same space, but they're not directed at each other. No, yeah. (laughs) We're just like, I'm directing at one person, and that person's probably directing at Cam. (laughs) And then Cam's looking at me like, I know what you're thinking. (laughs) I was like, I know what we're all thinking. I know. Emily just says it stronger than I do. (laughs) (sighs) I'm just like, smile. (laughs) And you're like, I'm going to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... Last we left off, um, Bella Bella looked (laughs) fucked up. She was dying. um, And uh, now we jump into a third wolf approaches, our little pack of two. Uh, And it's Leah. It's fucking Leah. She has a moment. She's getting her moment finally. Yes. I was, yeah, this chapter is so Leah. This chapter and the next one. Are just finally the things I wanted from Leah. Not entirely, but just like getting more into her psyche. Yeah. And even though Jacob's still kind of an asshole about it, like he's understanding more and more. Yeah. And coming around to understanding where she's coming from. Yeah, I like getting the chance to, and this is also again because we're finally out of Bella's head, but being in the pack mind, getting to hear more of Seth, and now getting to hear. Leah's inner thoughts and turmoil and not just ugh, Leah's such a bitch and you're like okay right. why it's like stop <laughs> yeah um, so we jump in and Leah shows up uh she's just run over and Seth's like god damn it why'd you have to come here like you're ruining everything like I was hanging out with my buds like why are you coming you know, here it's like the annoying overprotective older sister yeah. Wants to hang out. Yeah. It's so funny. It's really sweet. I actually love Seth and Leah together. Um, multiple yeah. moments. And Jacob is like, dude, I don't want you around. Like, basically fuck off. And Leah is says that she's used to no one wanting her around. So who cares? Oh, I know. <sighs> yeah. He's like, you know what? No one wants you here. And she's like, ouch, that really hurt. Like, yeah, never heard that She's like, that tell me before. who does want me around and I'm out of here. She's like, which is so depressing. It's so Because she's just been, she had this boyfriend who fell completely in love with somebody else and left her. Yep. And then all of her other friends slowly started leaving her because they were turning into wolves. Yep. Then she finally turns into a werewolf and the is going to. The first ever female werewolf. Yeah, that we know of. Yeah. And she's like, great. 
I get to be a part of this thing that they were all hiding from me. Maybe this is why I felt ostracized. I still feel awkward about this whole Sam thing, but, you know, maybe it'll be a little bit better. But no, it just sucks. She's just sad because she's around her ex all the time. Yeah. And she can hear everyone's thoughts and how much everyone doesn't want her to be there and how they're sick of hearing about her being sad. This is exactly the specific um, reason for why I always say, actually, no, I would hate to have mind reading as a power. Yeah. Like, if someone doesn't want me around, like, maybe they'll act like it. And maybe they just don't grasp the concept of unwelcome. But they don't have to say it. And I don't I don't have to hear their specific thoughts. That's a freedom to not actually hear that people are thinking that about me. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I I've been reading. um, I started reading uh, the from Blood and Ash series, which has vampires. So it was interesting reading, being reading that book and then reading this book. I was like, oh, wow, this really is. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) But there is the main character is able to read emotions. Okay. Jasper. Yeah. But like, it's not, but like Jasper can like control. I mean, Jasper can like control emotions, but he does feel yeah, but I, I feel like I highly would prefer that level of quote-unquote mind reading yeah. than, like, than, than reading the actual thoughts. thoughts. Because you can still get a really good idea of what people are thinking. Without having to hear the words. what's behind their words. Yeah. yeah. What's behind their spoken words, you can feel what they're thinking. So but you, you kind of want to be like, an empath. <laughs> Ew. something of an empath. I, I take it back. tell what you're feeling. I'm going to kill myself, actually. That's horrible. <laughs> Why would you say this? <laughs> ah. I'm just here to ruin everything. You really are. You really don't grasp the concept of unwelcome. <laughs> That's going to be the theme of this episode. I know it is. <laughs> For once, the it- name of our episode is going to be the name of the chapter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this made me really sad. I feel really bad for Leah. I think I, I, I and I always did and I think we've talked about it to a certain extent. But it just sucks. And and how much that they all know exactly what they she's feeling and they just feel annoyed by it. And yeah. she can feel that they just feel annoyed by it and yeah. are invalidating her feelings. They're just like, "Can you put a put a cap on it? Like we get that you feel like shit. Stop bothering us with it." Like the other that thing is that the sucks. worst. And is so hypocritical about it is that they all have to hear Jacob complain about Bella. Yeah. And they're not nearly as annoyed. No. Yeah. I wonder it, if it's maybe because Leah's a woman. I don't know. I, <laughs> just a hundred percent. Yeah. I a hundred percent. Like, you know, I've been wondering the whole time and I'm like, oh, I really could be anything that she's a it woman. It really could be anything. That she's a woman. Maybe because she's a woman. Yeah. I don't know. Any possible thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe also because she's a woman. The, that could be the reason. Yeah, it could be. We're not sure yet. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll we'll let you guys know if it's one of those three <laughs> options. So, <laughs> I just heard of Fergus. So yeah, cute. he's he's scra- He's like, why am I locked in this room, mother? Um, <laughs> because, um, because so, you hid. <laughs> yeah, you hid. This is your punishment. Spend time with me. Yep. <laughs> so, the other again because I keep feeling sad about Leah. There's a quote where 
Jacob thinks, I usually tried to tune Leah out. I'd never tried to make sense of her before. And that's really what gets right. me. Is you just yeah. go, ugh, they're being so, like, she's being so annoying, being all sad and mopey and angry. Like, just cut it out. Instead of being like, wow, I wonder what this complex person with her own inner thoughts and emotions might have to deal with. And why is she, you know, lashing out like this? Instead, they just use her as a punching bag. Yeah, which is so just how people treat women's emotions yeah all the time it's like you can't understand why someone is reacting the way they are so you're just like ew fuck them she's a whiny emotional like woman you know what i mean a hundred percent um and and yeah that sucks and i think it can go it can obviously go both ways but it's so much more often happens when It's women's emotions, especially women's emotions in regards to heartbreak yeah. and just like, like, oh, like uh, emotional vulnerability, particularly towards a romantic thing. I think it happens all the time. Like, again, we talk about people being like, oh, women just so moody on their periods. Like, of course they are. They're in pain, but whatever. But I think even more so, and especially obviously this is the case that we're looking at right now, it is in regards to feeling heartbroken and feeling an unrequited love. Yeah. So they're just like, she should just get over it. it. Yeah. It takes Jacob these two chapters to finally have the thought of like, wow, you know, I sort of get that that's where she's coming from because I'm feeling that too right now. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) I know you're so stupid. Like literally how? Yeah. Are you that dumb? I'm just saying. I know. Another sad line. Seth thinks, Leah, you ruin everything. And Leah just goes, yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's filled just with, like, this despair of, like, yep, nobody wants me anywhere. Fergus, are you going to die? Do you want to let him out? Yeah. Release the boy. Goodbye, stinky man. That's what happens when you listen to someone's upsetty needs and then you do something about it. Mm Mm-hmm. All you had to do was go, bye-bye, bestie. (laughs) And it worked. Anyway. Yeah, that sucks. And it's fucking sad. I just feel sad yeah, for her. Me too. But and Jacob she- doesn't really have a choice at this point. She insists that she wants to be there for Seth. But then it's sort of they also realize that it's Leah's chance at getting away from yeah. Sam. Mhm. She's still this is so like a poignant description of she doesn't give a shit about Jacob, so hearing him be like, fuck off, Lee, I don't want you here, doesn't mean anything to her, because she's like, yeah, I don't want to be here either. But she still loves Sam, and hearing Sam wish that she would disappear is so painful that she would do anything to like have another option to be away from that. Yeah. It's awful. And then Jacob's like, oh yeah, I bet she'd even become a the Cullen's lapdog before she went back to Sam. And she's like, "Mm, I'd give killing myself a try first. Come on. Like, (laughs) damn. (laughs) She hates vampires so much. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of situation has she gotten herself into? My cat has just been fed. Oh. (laughs) It's 6 p.m. That's how you know. The bean bits are out. Yep. Bean is crunching now. So if you hear any background (laughs) noise, it's bean. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, sad Leah, and Leah gives a quick update that the other pack is backing down, 
they realize that they're not going to attack right away, probably because they don't have surprise and they lost three members. But anyway, they were having a meeting with the elders to be like, what do we do? But she dipped, so she has no more intel. Yeah, she left before the meeting because she went home, essentially, and turned back into a human to figure it out and then left before they could realize what her plan was. Yep. Which was really smart. She was just like... She was like, oh, I can't get more information, but, like, if I turn back into a wolf while I'm still claiming my allegiance to this pack, they're going to know yep. that I'm going to leave, and then that'll be bad for everybody. So. Yeah. So she dipped, and now that she's here, Jacob's going to take a moment to go have a chat, check in with the Cullens, give them an update, and um, he gets some Daddy Carl one-on-one time, which I love. I'm always happy Me to too. see. I love this man. It's such a good scene um, of just like Jacob looks exhausted and Carlisle is of course himself. And he's like so thankful for Jacob intervening on their behalf, even though like he knows it's not really because of like the Cullens, but because of Bella. But he's like, I don't care. Like, I'm still thankful. And Mm -hmm. Carlisle makes a good point about bodily autonomy because Jacob's like, if you love Bella so much, why are you letting this happen? And Carla says it wouldn't be right to force Bella, against her will, to abort the baby. Which, right? can't argue against that. You're right. It's a stupid fucking decision, but you're right. People have the right to make stupid decisions about their body. They do. (laughs) And I think that I love that not only Jacob is tired, but Carlisle is tired. I know. Which is interesting because... He's a vampire. Vampires don't sleep. Yeah. And but he is, like, exhausted. He's just he's emotionally against, exhausted. Yeah, he's leaning against the, like, stair railings, just, like, the sound of his voice sounds tired. Like, he's just been emotionally through the ringer. Um, yeah. I just, and even like, if ugh. he can't sleep, that's still just... Yeah. He just needs a breather. Yeah. So maybe that... I mean, who knows? We don't know. But maybe that could be part of why Edward sent him out as well. Like, you're just like, you're exhausted. Yeah. I like to think that's... Maybe, but, you know, there's obviously no evidence of that in the text, so. I like to think that. And also, I think it's nice to see Carlisle having that one-on-one with Jacob, just because we know that he's one of the first ones that Jacob's like, oh, but he's so human. Like, I don't think I could attack him. And now he's like, Carlisle's like a person. He's a good person who should not die. (laughs) So them having this moment is really nice. And just talking, like, candidly about, like, what's going on and, you know, what's happening to Bella and yeah can you actually save her by turning her which is an interesting jacob development now he's like i sure hope she makes it in time to turn into a vampire because otherwise she's dead yeah and he he even notices that too. he's like i cannot believe i am hoping for the thing i was going to kill to prevent yeah exactly but bella's heartbeat is laboring so they don't know for sure if this is even gonna work i am confused about the convenience of if Bella's heart fails, she can't turn into a vampire. Um, Because it says, her heart is working too hard now. If it should fail, there won't be anything for me to do. Yeah. But if she's... He's a doctor. He should know when it's going to get past the point of no return and should still be able to do it. I don't understand how that is really any different from any other form of death. I just think it's like a convenient plot point. To make there be, like, something up in the air of, like, she could just die, though, instead of, to keep, like, tension. Yeah. It feels too easy. Like, why is this the one thing that doesn't work? I mean, it's I not know. that it doesn't, the the 
point has always been that the venom has to be able to spread through the bloodstream, which means the blood has to pump. That's fair. Um, so I, guess. I yeah, I but I I don't think it's a necessary point of like, oh, but, you know, I guess if it just stops suddenly, there's nothing we can do. I mean, you know, CPR and stuff does exist. So I feel like realistically, if push comes to shove, like you can just artificially pump someone's heart for a while in some way. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Even if it's not even if she's not technically like breathing or whatever. Yeah. Just code blue that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that I agree with you that it's just like to add the tension because obviously, as Carlisle says, like her heart needs to keep beating. Jacob's like, oh, as if to emphasize the point, Bella's heart, he could hear, make a especially labored pump. And I'm like, all right, right. we get it. That's not really how hearts work, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like you're trying. Good job. I, I'm here for That's the drama. Fine. But I'm here for the drama. The real thing is that the fetus is starving and Bella is starving and they're getting worse by the hour. And even an IV is not helping because she's not actually absorbing the nutrients from it, which is exactly when Jacob's like, oh, of course, of course, the thing that is beating up her body from the inside out is also sucking the little life from her. Of course, it's a little monster. All it wants is death and blood, blood and death. I cannot believe the vampires don't realize that the I vampire know. baby wants blood. I know. I'm like, you are They're all so stupid. Dumb. You are literally They're all, all dumb. stupid. You're the stupidest people I've you're ever met. You're all dumb idiots and you're stupid and you should think about what you did. You should feel bad forever. Forever. Like, this better be, like, handed down uh, as stories for, like, you know... Generations just, to come. For generations to come over how stupid everybody is because they're like, ha, remember that time when Bella was pregnant with a vampire baby and we were, like, trying to give her, like, cookies and shit and didn't think, oh, yeah, maybe blood. Yeah. Also, uh, make that first part about us yelling that you're stupid a soundbite, please. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> please. Put it on the soundboard, bro. Um... <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I'd use that every day. I would yeah. to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's mm, time for me to yell some more. Then oh god. Carlel is saying, like, I wish I could just get a better idea of what it is so I could help figure out what it needs better. Like I can't get um an ultrasound on it because the amniotic sac is too th- amniotic sac is too thick. Or whatever, and Slay. Rosalie won't let a needle in to, like, do, like, a karyotype on, like, the amniotic fluid to, like, check the chromosomes. And Jacob's like, wait, what are you talking about, Doc? Like, slow down. And so, first of all, why do you... Th- I was like, oh, well, why do you think it's fucking so weird and different that you're like, I need to see what its genetics look like? And then Carlo's like, oh... Well, humans have 23 chromosomes, but we have 25. That's not how fucking chromosomes work. (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean 25? What do you mean you went... They were human. They started Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. human, got Mm -hmm. infected by some sort of venom that does do a change to them, and built two whole chromosomes? That doesn't... Make any fucking sense. Do you know how big how a chromosome is? It doesn't work. A, chromosomes are enormous. Even when you have things that like change your body in some way, like 
you know, insert like a gene into your, like you insert genes. If you want to do some sort of genetic modifications, you put a gene into an existing chromosome. What do you mean you're building out two whole chromosomes? What is all in there? There's only like four things that happen to a vampire, like bodily. You're like, okay, I have no more blood. Everything turns to stone. My eyes are gold. I crave blood. What are you, what are you talking about? Two chromosomes? Where, what are those even doing? Right. What are they? What, how do you think venom works? What does this mean? Stephanie Meyer, I am begging you to shut up and not try to validate your little vampire and werewolf fantasies with science that you don't understand. You can't just be like, oh, they're different. So they have different chromosomes. They have a different number. They were, they started human. They were already mm-hmm. human to begin with. And now you're just saying like, oh yeah, they just got two more. They turned into a vampire in three days and got two more. No, they fucking didn't. In every cell? <laughs> in every cell? No. In every cell. And then Jacob has 24. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's a human. He has magic. He has, he has uh, weird, crazy magic that yeah, makes him shapeshift. Yeah, he's a human with magic. Shut the fuck up. 24 chromosomes. I'll kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm furious. See, I knew that this didn't make any sense, but I appreciated a scientist having a rant about it. I'm so mad. No, it's understandable. And it's annoyed me because I was thinking this doesn't really make much sense. Right. But I highly appreciate that someone educated was able to go on a rant about it and that's why it's important that we have an english major and a stem major <laughs> on the podcast literally stem brain and like artist brain the and that's why we work of the biology that are listed out in breaking dawn make me feral it makes me <laughs> fucking insane it doesn't make i am i work in a gene sequencing lab I know that you are not building two chromosomes because you got some venom injected into your neck one time. Shut the fuck up. You think, what do you, do you think there's a a bunch of little chromosomes floating around that just inserted all the cells? No. No. They just grew them. They just grew them. Yeah. Yeah. The venom made them grow them. The venom is an activator that's just like, hey, polymerase, let's fucking make some new DNA out of nothing. Let's build it out of nothing. Get this. Peter Parker, when he was bitten by that radioactive spider, got three more chromosomes. Holy fuck. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 26 chromosomes. He can't yep. He can't breed with anybody else. Maybe with vampires, though, because they've got 25. <laughs> yeah, he could breed with a vampire. Also, fuck that's off. how... Because spiders have eight legs, so it makes sense that they would have more chromosomes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> actually when you get bitten by a snake that's a that's venomous and you die you're dying because your body can't handle how to add the additional chromosomes it can't it just doesn't know how those those chromosomes are actually toxic that's why (laughs) yeah because your body starts growing additional chromosomes immediately and your body just shuts down you know what i mean Uh, it's not the venom like like chromosomes are decided at the moment that your fucking little egg cell starts, you know, exists and it combines mm-hmm. with a sperm cell and then that's what's in your chromosomes and they just divide from there. Same chromosomes for fucking ever. They started yeah. human. 
They can't just have two new ones because they got transformed via a magical venom. Why do they have new chromosomes? They actually can have new chromosomes. Carlisle said so. You're right. Carlisle's a doctor. What do I know? (laughs) Carlisle's a doctor. What do you know? I'm fucking stupid. Can we play that soundbite again of yelling about (laughs) you're stupid? You're stupid. (laughs) You are all stupid. You are literally all stupid. You're the stupidest people I've ever met. You're all dumb idiots and you're stupid and you should think about what you did. You should feel bad forever. It's one of my favorite sound bites. Oh my god. I feel like I'm like blacking out from how much I like just like yelled and just like lost my mind. Um, yeah, it's I can the, see. yeah. Whew. Good job. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, I haven't heard you go on a rant like that in a while. Sparks uh, joy. I, you know, I have to say, I keep, I remember a lot of the biology stuff in this book, but I forgot about the chromosomes. So it really. It just doesn't make any sense. It really activated that um, feral rage. Yeah. <sighs> I appreciate it. So anyway, anyway, let's move on from that. <laughs> Edward hears Jacob's thoughts and he comes out with Rosalie and he's like, oh, Jacob had a really great idea. What if the fetus is like totally a monster just like us and actually just wants blood? That's a great idea. And that's when all the vampires are stupid. And they're like, wow, we never yeah. thought about that. Well, I guess we could try it. Why didn't you it. think about that? You are all so dumb. They're so dumb. So, yeah, then Rosalie's all excited. Like, oh, my God, Bella will totally drink blood as long as we just tell her it'll probably be good for the baby. And Jacob thinks in his head, like, so that is that why Blondie's all, like, protective over her? Like, as soon as she says baby, she's all affectionate and motherly. She just hears, so she hopes Bella dies and she gets a free baby out of this. And Edward fucking hears his thoughts and just, like, not even looking at him, nods once. Yep. He's like, you're right. He's like, yeah, you clocked that. You, you understand the situation. It. Oh my god. I actually like yeah. there's a sort of building, like, understanding camaraderie with Edward and Jacob because they're both like, Bella's fucking insane. We hate this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. If it weren't that Jacob was in love with her, it would be like, like the brother and the husband. Yeah. Like, yeah. sort of bond of being, like, this sister. Like, people who are close to this woman. Yeah. They're are just, just like, like, what the I fuck is wrong with I her? I cannot deal with her right now. <laughs> These decisions that she's making. Yeah, I know, bro. Like, Which is why Carlisle, or not Carlisle, Charlie would get along with them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he gave himself the chance, right? Uh, yeah. That would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be. Just, like, Charlie just, like, getting to be, like, rolling his eyes at everything that Bella does. And everyone being like, yeah, I know. We all deal with this yeah. every day. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, they pose the uh, idea. And Bella's like, all right, who's catching me a grizzly? <laughs> She's yeah. so down. She's like, let's do it. Grizzly, grizzly, bear me up. And they're like, no, Bella, we're just, we've got human blood in some bags. So we'll get that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Mm, I love right. when they're like, it won't be pleasant. And she's like, not pleasant. Oh, what a change. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that, that she still has she's, humor. She's still got it. That was very good. Very good line. <laughs> good timing. Made me giggle. <laughs> it made me giggle. So yeah, chapter 13. Good thing I've got a strong stomach. As does Bella. <laughs> uh, Jacob learns empathy in this moment. 
because mm-hmm. Bella and Edward are just staring into each other's eyes. He says that it's like they're communicating silently the same way that Sam and Emily do, and he can't fucking stand to watch it. And then mm-hmm. he comes to a clarity in this moment, and he says... I would never blame Leah again. How could anyone help spreading this kind of misery around? How could anyone not try to ease some of the burden by shoving a little piece of it off on someone else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like you have a similar experience. Maybe the same. Almost like even. you should have clocked that right away. You're everyone's stupid. Everyone's dumb. Like Jacob had his moment with the blood, but he's back to stupid. Yeah. So Rosalie's rushing around getting some blood <laughs> and her just mutters, not clear. <laughs> right. And she like rushes back again in, with like, a, a different clear cup. cup. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> so they get her a little sippy cup that is not clear. And uh, Bella's like holding it. And she's like, sniffs it, sort of makes a face. And everyone's like, no, it's okay, Bella. Like, you really don't have to do this if you don't want to. And she's like, no, um. Cringe fail, but it smells good. <laughs> right, cringe fail. <laughs> She's so embarrassed. I love that. She's like, oh god, oh no, this is supposed to be disgusting for me. Am I disgusting because of the fact that I don't find it disgusting? And you're, it's like you're surrounded by vampires. Right. Except like, for Jacob, who's just standing man emoji. Um. Yeah, he is standing man emoji for <laughs> sure. <laughs> But yeah, she's literally with vampires who all drink blood and are like, that that smells fucking good. Wish that were me right now. And she sips it and she's like, oh no, it tastes good too. And she basically chugs the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, she guzzles that shit down. I I love that this works. Obviously it does. She starts feeling better immediately. And you can see that she has color back in her eyes. I just think that for once out of all of the stupid things biology-wise that Stephanie does, the vampire baby needing to drink blood and sucking it out of Bella's life force makes sense. It does. I like it. I like that Bella's got to drink the blood. I like this a lot. Monstrous. I also like this. The monstrous feminine. She's doing it. Yeah, and that the baby also actively rejects any other form of nutrients. Yes. Because that doesn't... In fact, right, because the for Edward, all the, for all the vampires, normal food kind of just tastes like ash. Like it doesn't really taste good. Yeah, and it makes them They'll throw up if they eat it. Yep, and so that's why she's been nauseous and throwing up. Yeah, yeah. Which is really like, why are you guys all so stupid? <laughs> Come on. I don't know. They're just like so in the mindset of Bella is sick. We need to heal Bella. Bella is starving and ill. Like we need to give her fluids and food that they're not thinking with their brains. Yeah. She has a vampy in there. Yeah. She's got that 25 chromosome baby in her. (laughs) She really does. She really does genuinely. And that's not a lie. And it makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Totally. All of those things. Yeah. Bella asks if this will spoil her clean record, and Edward's like, no, like, it won't count. And Jacob's just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Clean record? And I love that Edward just mutters, like, he'll explain later. So he's like, I'll let you in on the inside joke, Jacob, first of all. <laughs> and then second of all, Bella's like, what? And he's just like, oh, just talking to myself. And then Jacob thinks, Edward's really got to get better at this honesty thing once Bella's a vampire, because he's not going to get away with this shit 
and he, he fucking right. is smiling at this. I love it. I love it. It's funny. Yeah. Well, Edward rolls his eyes at him, yeah. and then Jacob's like, "Geez, it's so annoying that he can hear my thoughts." And then Edward laughs. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, because he's like, "Ugh, it's so good that Edward can't read Bella's thoughts." Because obviously, she would get sick of him after like three days if he could. And he starts <laughs> laughing, and Bella's like, "What's funny?" And he's just like, "Jacob, he's funny." Yeah. And he goes, bada bing. (laughs) (laughs) Then why is Jacob making, I, you know what? I love that Jacob feels so awkward in these chapters because he makes the stupidest fucking comments. Like when, uh, someone's, Bella says that Jacob is magic and he goes bippity boppity boo. Yeah. (laughs) In like this deadpan voice. Deadpan, yeah. He's just like, "Uh uh-huh. Bippity boppity boo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Jacob's me. really funny. But a bing. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god, it's hilarious. I also <sighs> again I'm just filled with in this chapter again, Breaking Dawn, really funny. It's a funny really fucking funny. book. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's great. I, I love the Jacob chapters so much. They're I know. So I good. was also going to say that this is a good time for me to be like I am not Team Jacob in the way of romance. No. But I am liking him more and more as this book goes on. I think being in his head really helps. Yeah. But just his actions, he's maturing. He's taking stuff a bit more seriously. He's making the right choices for once. He's making the right calls. Yeah. Like, I didn't... It was really hard to be like, how could anyone even like him when he was essentially a villain for a while? Like, a, a... quote-unquote well-meaning villain but still a villain nonetheless yes and so i find it very fun that i am now able to enjoy jacob a little bit more especially because we're in this perspective like when i first knew that we were doing this i was like yeah really like Like, that's what we want to do right now (laughs) but because he's not just constantly being weird with bella yeah and he just has actual other things to say he's funny he's like a good person he cares about people most of it in his he's starting to get his head out of his ass yeah like, most of about his interactions thing. are not with bella which also helps because we get to see him interacting with a lot more people and what his thoughts are about more of the world around him and not just bella picked a vampire bella love me <laughs> pick me love <laughs> me god <laughs> fucking yeah it's really that it's really that it's really that yeah i just I love this part of the book. <laughs> yeah, it's me too. So it's really fun. fun. So Bella just smiles because Edward's laughing and she's already craving more blood. She's like, mm. oh, yeah. Rosalie says that Bella should have more if she like, you know, could take it because it's really helping. And Edward's like, Bella, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And she's like, yeah, because she, her shoulders slump. And yeah. She- Looks sad. She looks sad, but she's like, no, the problem is, is that I really want more. <laughs> uh, and Rosalie is so, she's so her. She's like, it's okay, Bella. Our bodies have cravings. It's natural. You need to attend to them. We all understand that. And anyone who doesn't should leave right now. <laughs> uh. And it's, this is a, this is a good point Jacob makes is that he's like, Obviously, that's meant for me, but, like, 
I was glad she felt better. It does gross me out, but I didn't say anything about it. Yeah. Like, it's it's not like he was actively being like, no, don't do this. You're no. gross, etc. In fact, he was the one who had the idea in the first place. And he didn't walk away when, like, the idea was decided to be like, that's too gross. I'm fucking leaving. He's like, I will see if this helps her ma- make her better, even though I do feel nauseated watching it. Right. And that, if anything, like, he shouldn't... We can't expect him to turn on a dime and just be like, actually, drinking blood is cool and fun. Yeah. But it shows this level of emotional maturity and character development that he's able to watch Bella do this and not just be terrified and furious that she's becoming more vampiric. There's um something to be said society-wise about being able to sit with something that you're uncomfortable with. It's like, yeah. literally like... You know, on a broad grand scheme of, like, being like, oh, I don't know, gay people make me, like, feel gross about stuff. And it's like, you need to be able to sit with being uncomfortable. Deal with being uncomfortable. Face that. Or, like, even little things. Because, like, I don't know. There's even, like, the usual fandom bullshit of, like, oh, my God, but that ship is so disgusting. Like, this is inappropriate. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, be uncomfortable. You can ignore it. You don't need to say shit. Right. Yeah. Obviously, as long as it's not a, like clearly problematic pairing like you know like an adult and a child or some shit like that which obviously is not what we're saying uh but just like yeah if it's something that you just like don't like or you find weird or like whatever like learn to sit with being uncomfortable that's fine learn to be that your favorite thing is not somebody else's favorite thing exactly (laughs) just be uncomfortable live with it you're gonna fight you're gonna be fine (laughs) yeah no one's getting hurt yeah like (laughs) i yeah i agree I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. So good job, Jacob. You you figured out some maturity here. And we're all proud. Keep we doing. are. And Rosalie's and proud like of her little vampire mama. She's like, oh my God, she's drinking blood. This is so big. Baby's I know. blood. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, what a weird, weird trip to see Rosalie like this. I know. It's so funny. It's so silly. You know what? I have just now realized, speaking about Rosalie. I'm scared about what you could possibly have realized after over a decade of knowing about this No, it's not like realized as like, oh my god, I never thought about this book this way. It's just like, through reading it, where's Alice? Yo, where is Alice? Right? And Jasper. Right, like, I guess because I was thinking of how it's so weird to see Rosalie in this like really caretaking um, role around Bella. And that's usually Alice. And then I was like, her name wasn't even mentioned here. She's not mentioned in this chapter. She's mentioned in the beginning of the other chapter when Jacob can hear the voices upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But like Alice, Jasper and Emmett are all upstairs. Nowhere to be seen. It's just such a weird shift where Alice is usually the like attending to Bella's every need person. Right. I miss her. I miss her. I miss my queen. Yeah. I miss my bi queen. Uh, on a different note, three wolves are approaching, according to they Seth. Sure are. Uh, Jake shreds his only outfit and <laughs> goes into wolf mode. So funny. Yeah. So Seth is hearing uh, three wolves apo- approach. Then he corrects himself and says one person is phased and it's a human and three wolves. And that turns out to be Paul. No. Yes. No. Yes. Paul, Quill, Colin as wolves and Jared as human. Sure. So where the fuck is Embry? Yes. 
Where is my boy Embryo? Where is Embryo? And I would like to see him. We would like to see him. Jacob would like to see him. Right. Uh, Jared is the one who's phased as human and starts talking to Jacob, saying that they are not going to attack. They just want a truce. And they're sort of begging each person one by one to come back. Like, you yeah, know, you don't I will mean say this. Come before, back to us. Before that, it's interesting that you get the quick little lineup of how their pack is starting to fall in terms of rank. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's only three of them. Yeah. But... Obviously, Jacob's the alpha, and then Seth is the second, mm-hmm. and then Leah's the third. Yep. And Leah's annoyed because she's Seth not above the her. second. Yeah, she's like, my little brother is, like, ranked higher than me. First come, first serve. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, ha ha. Ha ha. I love the sibling stuff so much. It's it's really fun. Yeah. And but he's like, Jared sucks. Yeah. It's so manipulative, and I do like that they, like, do see through this shit, because Jacob's like, I can't just un-alpha myself. Like, I'm not coming back, first of all. Like, I think I could just just be like, never mind, I'm not an alpha anymore, I'm a beta. (laughs) Right, that is not how it works. Yeah, and uh, he starts pleading to Seth, using, of course, like, the mom misses you manipulation tactics of, like, but you like your dad just died and now she's all alone because Leah's here too. You're really just going to abandon her like that. She's going to be so sad. And Jacob, who is switched to human is like, dude, the meeting happened like this morning. She hasn't been alone in the last like 12 hours. Like she's, she's, he's like, she's literally stronger than every person I know. She's stronger than my dad. Like she's fine. (laughs) Shut up. Right. And yeah. And yeah, he's like, she is also not that type of person. Like, she would yeah. miss him, but it wouldn't be, like, eating away at her as if she's never going to see him again. Uh-uh. Because that's the thing. I, it's like, he's literally, like, Seth and Leah are not gone. They just crossed, like, a territory line. <laughs> They're not dead. Right. They're so not dead. I will say, uh, also, they, Jared is like, we're not attacking. We realized that you didn't like that, but this is an overreaction. Yes. He calls it an overreaction. I know. As if... This is an overreaction to defend a human life. This is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, and at this point, they're... This is before they start... Begging. uh, uh, Begging. (laughs) But this is where they are... um, What am I trying to say? Uh, Not applying. um, Appealing. Appealing. Yeah. They're appealing to their logical side. Yeah. And trying to... Like, this is, you know, this is just an overreaction, and we're going to take it slowly. It's fine. And they don't buy it at all. Leah's just like, translation, they don't have the element of surprise anymore, exactly. so they're not going to attack anymore. They don't have the numbers or the element of surprise. Yep. And <clears throat> Jacob's like, it's weird how, like, our thoughts are, like, so in sync right now. I'm not used to this. What's happening? Because he thinks the same thing. He's like, yeah, they just can't attack right now. Yep. Um, and it's and true. The, and then... They're also saying, uh, or Leah's thinking that what's that Sam's thinking is that they're betting on die on bleh, they're Bella betting dying. on Bella dying anyway, and then Jacob will be so pissed that he'll lead the attack anyway, so they can just wait because yeah. they think Bella's gonna die. They think there's no way she's gonna live, which is fair based on what they had last seen. Yeah, and you know if she just dies of 
natural-ish, I don't know how natural it is if you have a vampire right. baby, causes, then that's no blood on their conscience, so. Correct. But, So they yeah. just kind of want her to die in childbirth. Yeah, exactly. And Jacob's, like, thinks about it, like, he really thinks it through, and, like, yeah, if Bella really died and that was it and she was gone, like, how much would I really see them as people, like, worth protecting that point? And Seth is like, I'll remind you. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so cute. And of course you would. And then yeah. Jacob's like, I really don't think I would listen. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I know you would, but I don't know if I'd listen. So I don't know. I just love Seth. That's a good little moment. Yeah. He's so team vampire. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm obsessed with him. He's like, I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> I should have been a vampire. <laughs> Ima- okay. Imagine a story where that was swapped. Have they? Have people done that? They probably have. I mean, that would be super. I mean, I obviously stuff would need to be changed, but yeah. like that sounds like a super interesting concept. Yeah, it does. Anyway, that sounds really fun. I like it. Anyway, there's some inspiration for you, fanfic writers. <laughs> You're out there. Write it. Yeah. I also like that Jacob asked Leah to make a circuit, so because he felt embarrassed about being naked. <laughs> yeah. He's like, listen. We're all used to being naked in front of each other, but I still don't want to be naked in front of you. Um, take a lap, just in case this is actually a secret attack. We don't think it is, but just do it anyway. And right. It, they... it is unfortunate that, like, she does end up being naked in front of them, and then they're like, we have to really avoid watching, because not that she doesn't look good, but because she'll, like, hate us and give us, like, the worst time ever if we are caught thinking about thinking how about she about it? <laughs> so they're like, we cannot look <laughs> Right. We do uh, not see so it. so funny. Yeah, they're like, and I mean, even if, you know, I mean, that's the other funny thing is like, all right, these are all the straightest men in the world. I know. Because <laughs> they're like, we don't care about other dicks. We got those parts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah bada we're bing, all bada naked boom. together. It's fine. Bada bing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally bada bing. Yeah. Um, but. And then they're like, boobies! <laughs> Boobaloopa! Ooh! Awooka! <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of those things happen. Correct. Uh, and then she knows that they're thinking about those things happening, and she's like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. That is too bad. I really would feel for her. I hope, you know, I would only hope with time that it's just like, look, she's just, she's just one of us. It's just a person with body parts. I, and I get it being awkward at first. I, yeah. I really do. Oh, it makes sense. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I would think it would be awkward for anyone, even the first time that they were a dude werewolf transforming. You're still not used right. to being naked in front of everyone. That would be... Oh my god, that would be so awkward if that happened to us. It would be. Imagine how fucking funny that would be. <laughs> <laughs> would it be so awkward if you turned into a werewolf? Cringe. Wouldn't it be so awkward if we both turned into werewolves, and then we both turned out of werewolves and we were both naked? Oh my god, and then if we kissed? Oh my god, what? Whoa. Oh my god, who so said embarrassing. that? So <laughs> ghost in here that's so strange <laughs> Awooga. Anyway. it would be where funny. are the bisexual werewolves come on and that's what i'm literally saying and i've always said that i know and you've been so right the whole time thank you and brave and brave thank you <laughs> you really just get on the microphone and you say only true things and you are so brave about it that's true i've never said something wrong on this podcast ever no uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. It's not, never happened. Yeah, not at the beginning of the podcast, for example. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Definitely not. 
I'm uh, sure that 20-year-old me was just as smart and knew just as much as 23-year-old me. Definitely. No change happens. Especially we are about always stagnant. Twilight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway, back to the begging. <laughs> right. I'm begging you. The worst, the worst thing is when Jared turns to Leah and he's like, Sam wants you back. He told me to get down on my knees if it took that. Come on. You, we, you're, you, he says, like, Sam wants you back, Lily, back where you belong. Where you belong. And Lily yep. is, like, the nickname that Sam used to use for her. I am so pissed about this. I would see red. I would. I, I saw red. <laughs> she howls about that. She's like, fuck right off. She, like, she's basically cursing up a storm, but all we hear is, is like, howls. And I'm like, go <laughs> off, queen. That is so fucked up. To first use the nickname against her after... The whole time in his head is just like, oh, I wish she wasn't here. I wish she wasn't here. This is such a burden right. that she's here. Saying that sh- he wants her to come back when she has been reading his thoughts for months, knowing that he doesn't want her there, then using the emotional punch of the nickname, and then deciding where she belongs. Yeah. Not giving her that autonomy. You belong here. Shut up. And You belong a- here with this man who doesn't love you and these other men who just find you an inconvenience yeah it's really the that's because obviously it says like she flinches at the nickname and then it's when he says you belong here that she just goes off and like loses it and that makes total sense because think about the chapter that was just before this with her feeling all those ways about not being wanted Uh, people wishing she wasn't around and like hearing someone go like you belong with us and she's like the fuck i don't like absolutely not that is a flat out lie you are like pulling at strings like fuck you nobody wants me around you piece of shit yeah she literally had basically said the exact thing in the chapter before exactly If if there was somewhere if you know where people like me i'll go there i'll go to where i belong i don't feel like i belong anywhere so just to use that is just and I don't know why he thought that would work. I know. <laughs> They're so dumb. And it's anyway. meant to be Sam's words. of like, oh, but you belong here. Like, I still care about you, Lily. And it's like, Sam, mm-hmm. you piece of shit asshole for even suggesting going down that route. That is mm-hmm. horrible. That is top tier manipulation tactics. Uh, I'm so glad that uh, Leah's just like, absolutely the fuck not. And I'm so glad that Jacob sees her going off and he's just like... I'm going to take a hint that Leah belongs wherever the fuck she wants to belong, okay? Yeah, which I love. Yeah. And Jared sort of has this moment of, like, you know, why are you here? You don't even like these people. And she, like, looks at Seth first, like, obviously that's my brother, and then does a look to Jacob as well before looking back at him. And Jared's sort of like, what's, what do you mean, Jacob too? And even Jacob's like, I don't really know what that second look was about either, but all right, Mm -hmm. cool. So there's a sense of, like, you know, maybe I don't like Jacob, but at least I feel like I could maybe belong somewhat here. Like, he hasn't made it unsafe for me, I think is the vibe. Yeah. And I am... Yeah. Yes, I agree. They... What what happens next? Uh, Jared basically is like, all right, well, you know, we still want you to come back, like... How do we communicate with you? Whatever. They sort of set up a communication protocol, like where the line is and everything. And then Jacob's like, where's Embry though? And he's like, 
that's not really any of your business. Embry's fine, though. Like, he's like, what do you mean? He's fine. He's chill. But like, oh, where where is he? None of your business. Bye. Uh, Jacob has a quick moment with Quill being like, I'm sorry, buddy. I I wish it were different. And they have a little hug about it. And um, while Jacob's pee-pee is out and he snuggles with his little friend. (laughs) Yeah. And then he... Yeah, he turns back into a werewolf and Leah's like, I thought you guys were going to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) That line sounds like you, Cam. That literally sounds like (laughs) fucking you. I heard that line in your voice. (laughs) Thought you were going to make out with him. Thought you were going to kiss about it. Jeez. Yeah, you guys just kiss about it. The fuck? And Seth I do like, be telling people to just kiss about it. Right, all the time. that's what I mean. I was like, this is such a cam comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Seth points out, like, oh, like, isn't it obvious? Embry was forbidden from coming because Quill is obviously super torn up about it, but he can't leave. He's already got his Claire imprint thing that he's like, I'm dedicated to this pack and to living here. Whatever happens, happens. But Embry's got no attachments. So what if he came to this little entourage moment it was like fuck it i'm dipping i'm joining up with jacob they can't they're not letting him come yeah that's super interesting yeah and it's a really good point i was like i was stupid for a second i was like well he could just choose to like phase and then run like he could just say in his own head actually i've decided and i'm like well maybe he's been alpha forbidden from right exactly yeah so fuck you sam i think that's probably what happened and what was um that's not really any of your business jacob yeah yeah well yeah i think that i think that's probably what would have happened to leah if she hadn't gotten out in time it's just that sam expected Embry to do that yeah whereas he did not expect leah to do that yeah so that's why the order probably didn't come down i mean it didn't come down on either of them before leah left because she doesn't have any knowledge of that yeah but Still, he I think especially after Leah also left, he was like, who is the most likely to leave? You. Embry. You cannot do this. Yeah. Sorry, Embryo. Sorry, Embryo. I wish he was here. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, bittersweet when Jacob's like, man, yeah, I wish I had you guys at my, my flank. I'm stuck yeah. with these two idiots. Clear waters. <laughs> Clear yeah, waters, am I right? <laughs> so true. So true. And so then Jacob replays the blood drinking thing in his head after they've cleared out. And Seth and Leah are like, ew, what the fuck? That is disgusting. Like, I'm so glad my stomach is empty. That is horrible. And (laughs) Seth's like, well, I mean, it is a vampire. That's pretty natural for them. So I guess it makes sense. Like, it's not really gross for them. (laughs) (laughs) Top tier moment of Breaking Dawn. Top tier moment. This this is is one of my favorite parts. I quoted this forever. Okay, shall we do a reenactment? Yes, please. Let's do a reenactment. Who wants to be who? Um, I'll be I'll be Jacob. Okay. What? Mom dropped him a lot when he was a baby. <laughs> on his head, apparently. He used to gnaw on the crib bars too. Lead paint. Looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> the lead paint just always kills me. <laughs> no, really. Lead paint. <laughs> like, lead paint. She's looks like, yep. like it. Yep. Classic signs of lead paint poisoning. <laughs> so funny. They just and this dunk on where... him while he's listening. He's like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, he's like, go, can you guys go sleep? Fuck you guys. I'm doing your job so you can sleep. <laughs> the real failure and... of this part of the book, like, especially in Jacob's head, where's the F-bombs? This guy's saying fuck left and right. 
Yeah. Like, and he, I, yeah. He should be. I just know. He is saying the fuck word. He's saying the fuck word all the time. We know. We understand what's happening. Yep. (sighs) So that's the end of the chapter. (laughs) Yeah, this is where my enemies to besties ship of Jacob and Leah has begun. Yes. I don't necessarily want, I can absolutely see enemies to lovers. Sure. I don't need it though. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, I, I want you guys think- to relate to each other because you have a lot in common, actually. And this is your chance to, like, form a truce and a bond and a friendship. And it's, Here, ugh. Here's my vision. Okay. Is I am seeing, um, like, I am seeing black cat masculine butch mm-hmm. and her golden retriever bestie. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I The vision is there. And they and they go to the gym together. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Right? That's so and good. And they're, like, really snarky with each other. Yeah. But they're also besties. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. I rest my case. Okay. Dropping my mic. I, I, I rest your case also. <laughs> cool. That's fun. <sighs> Well, so that was that. That was a wild ride. Those are great chapters. I love this part of the book. They I'm were some of my favorites. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed these chapters. They were so funny and so interesting, too. And they were just like the blood drinking thing was also a cool. Yeah, it was thing. a great like, development. I was sort of coming to that conclusion in my brain by myself. And by the time I got like just to just before it, I was like, obviously, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, why haven't you thought of this? Right. But it was a good thing that it, like, finally happened. I mean, obviously, they were, they were dumb for not thinking about it sooner. Yeah. But, like, it makes so much sense. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, and the, the banter's fun. The angst is fun. It's just got it all. It's, it's really got it all. Like, it's got people being so fucking stupid. It's got people being so smart. It's just... Yeah. It's got people being bantery, people being manipulative, people being in love, people hating each other. People with too many chromosomes. <laughs> That's also true. There's like a lot of chromosomes happening. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that was a great chapter. I can't wait for I the next fun. part of Me too. this book. <laughs> Yeah, the next chapter is, you know, things are bad when you feel guilty for being rude to vampires. <laughs> Which is a just wonderful chapter title. Wonderful. We, they are very reminiscent of Percy Jackson. Okay. I've never read them, but I understand the vibe. Yeah. So Percy Jackson chapter titles always were something that's vaguely comedic, vaguely snarky, and also ends up being true in the chapter, but you don't understand it when you read the chapter Right. Title. You're like, I don't understand what this means until you read the chapter. And you're like, oh my God, that's exactly what happened in the chapter. Right. It's like, it's like saying, so, like, I don't remember. I, it's like one of the earlier chapters in the first book and I'm going to butcher it. So PJO fans do not come at me, but it's something, he says something like I play dodgeball with demons or something. Oh like yeah. That. Yeah. And it's that, it's the scene in the beginning where, uh, you know, his gym teacher, like, turns out to be a monster, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it all happens during, yeah, whatever, or whatever happens. I don't remember, I haven't read in a while, don't come at me for inaccuracy. <laughs> but it's like that sort of energy where 
it's fun to sort of like try to predict what's going to happen based on the in the chapter yeah. based on the chapter title because it is just telling enough that you know about something, but just vague enough that you can't you have really no guess context and, like, spoil. for it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Fergus is trying so, to break down my door right now. <laughs> I hear that man. So and I'm sweating my boobs off. So okay, let's, so let's wrap it up. Before I become an A cup, let's end the chapter. Yeah, we can't. Or end the we cannot have that happen. Oh my god. Okay, so real quick. Imagine if there were small titties uh, <laughs> on this podcast. Not, not no, not for us. Couldn't be us. We are not small titty queens. <laughs> we are not. Um, All right. Well, I support my itty bitty titty brigade, though. I love you guys. You're doing important yeah, work. Yeah, you guys are so real. And you're not me. We're just you know different. I mean? um, we're just we're literally built different. <laughs> uh, we are quite literally built different. So we have in terms me- of cup size. Two new patrons to welcome to the <laughs> coven. Um, with that being said, so welcome to our master vampire Cassidy, and welcome another uh, minor vampire to oh good name an utterly indecent khaki skirt. Welcome. <laughs> Their profile pic is literally a khaki know- skirt. <laughs> Stop it, slay! Huge oh my god, slay. I love that massive, massive slay. Okay. That is hilarious, and I love it. Yeah, me um, too. Do you have any comments on our last episode? Or oh wait, you have to say they joined the ranks. Up yeah, first. sorry, you joined the ranks of our other uh, master tier vampires: Dan, Thea, Emily, Stephen. Dory and Cassidy, welcome Cassidy to our squad. All of you new members, including our old ones, come back, come in. We're all biting you on the neck consensually. Yep. We're having a good time. It's just a massive neck biting orgy. Hang out on our <laughs> Discord. And you too can be in a neck biting orgy. Yep. Anyway. I just liked I disliked saying that out loud actually. Well um, but it's fine. It happened. Well. Sure did, unfortunately. Did we have any comments on uh, our last episode uh, to address? We have uh, two comments. Great. Uh, from Katrina. Some people are team Edward and some people are team Jacob, but at least we can all agree Seth is a baby. <laughs> so true. Also follow up on the piss. You said to not tell you if we were pissing while listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was don't piss and tell. We said... Oh, to whoever's in the bathroom listening. <laughs> don't piss and tell. Yeah, don't don't tell us if you're actually in the bathroom. Which people did, so what was the point? <laughs> yep. Um, another comment from uh uh Closier Lopu. Excellent episode. Should change the outro message for don't piss and tell. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I also have a five star review. <gasps> yeah, from Tori Ostendorf. Bingeworthy. I found this podcast on Spotify, but had to come here to leave a review. Cam and Emily are so funny and say all the things I thought while reading this series again as an adult. Currently binge listening to this, insert M-dash, started this a few weeks ago, and I'm already on episode 59. They've made me laugh out loud in public, which makes me look as unhinged as the energy they bring to each episode. Whether you love hate or love slash hate, the Twilight series, you need to listen. Thank you so much. Oh that is so God. kind. And I appreciate it. You know, I have to say that I do love that like sort of the number one message that people say when they do like the podcast is like, we're saying what people are already thinking when they're reading it. But are you really thinking all of the things we're thinking? Like, I don't know if you were thinking about like vampire dildos and right. You know, were we thinking about icy hot? Yeah. Were we, but (laughs) 
I mean, I was, but I think that's a, might be a unique experience. <laughs> but now they're thinking All about right. it because we're in their little ear holes telling them this. <laughs> totally. Well, thank you guys for listening. We love you all. And, and we'll we see, see you in the next, next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbiddenPod or subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash unbiddenpod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten.